Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's Mackie. And since the Judd's Hockey Show crew doesn't let me actually come on their show and spew my hockey takes, I'm here to tell you about one of my favorite companies, Federated Mutual Insurance Company, which is all about helping your business reach new levels of success through risk management. Find out more about how Federated can help protect your business at federatedinsurance.com. Federated, where it's our business to protect yours. Hockey, yeah. Yeah. My favorite. It's Judd's Hockey Show. Yes, it is Judd's Hockey Show. Judd Zolgad, Declan Goff, back at full strength. Always were. All of that good stuff. Um, coming off the the Wild 7th consecutive win as they remain red hot beating the woeful Philadelphia Flyers on Tuesday night at the X. Um, if you would like to hear a dissection of what is going on with the flower, Marc-Andre Fleury, well, guess what? The Hockey Whisperer hit on that today. Mackie and Judd, so plenty of talk about um, the Wilds' acquisition and how well the future Hall of Fame goaltender is playing. But you know what, Declan? We are reserving this edition of Judd's Hockey Show to discuss the guy that drives ratings, the guy that drives goal scoring, the guy that drives production, and I'm sorry, it's not you. It is the man, Kirill Kaprizov. That's right, the upper deck trading card right there. (laughs) given out Saturday at the X. Kirill Kaprizov, who scored yet another goal last night, really should have had two. Um, the second one looked like a goal. Ryan Hartman was pushed into um, yeah. uh, Martin Jones, the Philadelphia goaltender, by Travis Sanheim. The Wild didn't challenge, quite frankly, because they were kicking the Flyers' ass. And so <laughs> one goal for Kirill Kaprizov. He's now at 37 goals, which is four off Eric Stahl and Marion Gabbert's uh, record or five off of of 42 goals. He is now one point away from tying Marion Gabrick's single season record set in 2007, eight of 82 points and, or, or was it 83 points for Gabrick? And he's at 82. Um, the point being this Kirill Kaprizov, I think Declan Goff, it is safe to say that this man right here, uh, a year plus into his tenure, with the Minnesota Wild, is the most dynamic National Hockey League player in this town, including North Stars players. So dating back to 1967-68, when the North Stars were an expansion team and they left after the 92-93 season, and I started to watch them very intently and was a huge fan starting in circa 1980-ish or so, 79. Um, So I saw Cicerelli, I saw Broughton, I saw a lot of good players. 
Before that, probably Goldsworthy, would, who I did not see, qualifies as being an elite Minnesota hockey player. Bobby Smith, I saw. I have seen the Wild since they started playing in 2000. You have seen a lot of that as well. Mm-hmm. I think as far as talent goes, so we're not talking pure statistical output yet because Kirill has not had time uh, to put up significant, significant stats. But that being said, I do not think it's a reach today to sit here and say the most dynamic player that we have seen wear a National Hockey League jersey in this state, and that includes two teams now, is Kirill Kaprizov. I don't even think that's a hot take, Dex. It's it's not a hot take. I can't speak for North Stars players. I mean, I know the lore of North Stars players, but I never saw them play. Um, I was five months old when they ditched town to go to Dallas, so I I, I can't really speak on that. But uh, just in terms of wild players, he is. He is. He is the most dynamic player the wild have ever had. And he's played, I have it right here in front of me, he's only played in 119 games, and I can make that assumption. I've seen Marion Gabrick, who I loved, playing for five, seven years here. And he was great. Zach Parisi was a hard workman's type player and, and a very good decorated player. Will eventually be in the Wilds ring of honor. I don't know if he's going to get his jersey retired, but we're not going to talk about that right now. Um, when you think of all these great players that have, all the players, because I don't even want to use the term great, all the players that the Wild have employed over their 20 years of existence, there's one that stands alone. It's not even close. Like even even the parody like, if you want to pre-Kaprizov, like, you know, yeah, Gabrick, okay, he's probably unanimous, and then it's Miko, and, you know, Mikhail Grandlin was nice, and Brian Rolston was nice, and Demetra was, was fun. Yeah. This is not even close. It's not even I don't a think debate. The wild, I don't think the Wild's close now. Like, I don't think that Gabrick until Kaprizov is easily their most dynamic yes. player. And that's that's the conversation here, because, I mean, ho- hopefully Kirill Kaprizov has years left to play and accumulate counting stats, right? Uh, so there's a lot left for him to accomplish. But that being said, when we're talking dynamic players, mm-hmm. Koivu at his very best was a really good player. He was a hell of a player. He could win face-offs. Uh, he was good, but he was good. I'm talking flat out this. So the This, I guess, is the way to explain it the best. When the Wild plays games now, unless they're playing a terrible game, if it's close, you think to yourself, one guy is going to tip the scales, Kaprizov. I'm talking flat-out dynamic. Cicerelli could have that, but again, he was a goal scorer. Kirill Kaprizov's a complete player. I mean, that's the incredible thing. And look, I, I know that from the North Stars days, Declan, the game has come a long way. The players are better. Uh, their skating is phenomenal. So, yes, Kirill Kaprizov, based on the era he's playing in, is destined to be and is more dynamic. But I'm talking about a guy who brings the completeness. Now, Broughton, you know, Broughton was a great player too, but you didn't have the feeling that Neil Broughton could basically, for lack of a better term, just do it himself. Sure. That's how I feel with Ka- Kaprizov. He brings everyone at his best, everyone around him up. But my God, he gets the puck, and you can't take your eyes off of him ever. I really, I mean, I can't articulate enough how, just as far as sports go, too, forget just hockey, how dynamic this guy is, how much this guy can create himself, how good, I mean, Matt Zuccarello and him have something special. But let's be honest. Matt Zuccarello 
his first year here, and I know he was banged up and hurt stuff, but he looked like a bust. And he's with Kaprizov now, and credit to him, he's played really well. So I'm not, I'm taking nothing away from him. I gotcha. But you've, but you've also put Kirill Kaprizov on a line with Zuccarello and Hartman, and look at what's happened to both of them, Declan. Like these are not ordinary things, and I just urge everybody: do not take this for granted. We are watching something incredibly special here, incredibly fun. And and what ordinarily would be hyperbole on my part, I think is a very sound statement. We are witnessing one of the most dynamic athletes ever in this state on a professional team. Yeah, it's it's just been unreal to watch. And look, Fia, I look, you know I how how I feel about Kevin Fiala. He he is um he's the Robin to this Batman that is that is Kirill Kaprizov and Fiala when he is on and boy has he been on um after a, a slow start to the season. He's damn good. I hope the Wild can keep him. We'll see if they can do that. You now have a legitimate superstar. Like Fiala was never going to be the superstar of this team. Insanely right. good complimentary piece. And to be honest, if Fiala goes to somewhere else, that is his next role. That's still his ceiling of being a very good complimentary piece. Probably not the superstar on a team, but a very good dynamic player. And still, when we saw Fiala really start to break things out over the last two years, and we we're like, man, this guy's good. We haven't seen a player like this with this dynamic skill. For God's sakes, the goal he scores at the end line yesterday was absurd. He's a, He can create his own shot and also get highlight real goals. But then you watch Kirill Kaprizov, and it's, it, to be honest, it's not even close. It's not even close to what, what Kirill can create yeah. versus what Fiala can create. You know, and Judd, I also, I kind of want to go back because um, the first eight games a season, Kirill didn't score a single goal. Not a single goal. And he really wasn't. Game nine against the Senators, I believe, was yeah. his first goal. Yeah, against the Sens on the ninth game of the year, a two-point night, a goal and assist. So his first eight games of the season, no goals. Had some assists, which was fine, but but no goals. And then all of a sudden, something clicked. And on game nine, throughout the rest of the season, so in 56 games played, he has scored 37 goals, has 39 yep. points, seven or 39 assists, excuse me, 76 points, um, yep. shooting a crap ton, 206 shots on net. That's three and a half shots per game. His shooting yep. percentage of 18%, which is typically on the side of, hey, that's a little unsustainable. Like that's above league average. You can't keep, you can't really keep, you can't really uh, keep that going. Well, when you're shooting at a high rate like this, shooting percentage can increase and it is sustainable. So it's, it, this isn't unsustainable is what I'm trying to say. That's, this is legitimate. He has 27 goals on even strength. Ten of them have come on the power play. He is he creates his own ability night in and yes. night out. And yes. you know, I, I I brought up the fact with um with you and Mackie and Judd on who gets it, who doesn't on Tuesday about the impact that Zuccarello has with him because clearly Zuccarello has has found his uh, a second wind here. He's having a career season. He's already had his best season ever in terms of points, and we were labeling him yes as a bus after year one. And Zuccarello has this great superstar to help create for him. But Kirill Kaprizov is the story here. This is what superstar players can do. They can carry you. True superstars. 100% right. 100% right. And a winger, too. A winger, not a center. Right. Zuccarello's need and love to pass would be annoying with Fiala. Yeah. And you would say, okay, he scores goals off that sometimes, but shoot the damn puck, Mats. Right? Kirill Kaprizov is so dynamic and so good, and his ability to set up mats at times makes that pairing special. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm glad you brought up Kevin because he allows us the the ability to talk about 
the fact that there were some certainly North Stars players and maybe like a Gabrick that Fiala was like, right? Because I don't want to take away from the fact he's a special player. He's really good. Like that trade, Granlund is having, I believe, a good year. Yes. But I, but that trade, the Paul Fenton trade, 10 out, out of 10 times, as bad as the Boston trade might look, as bad as the Niederreiter trade with Carolina looks now, the Kevin Fiala trade is, a, in my opinion, a great trade. Um, and he's a special player. And I've seen guys like him before, and they are not to be taken for granted. And if Kevin Fiala is not back, in my opinion, with the Wild next season, you will miss him. Like, he brings you something. You're right. That goal he scored last night, a lot of guys can't shoot that puck. That's a 90-degree angle short side. That is a hard goal to score. But here's where Kaprizov, and I I was watching the game in the press box last night thinking about this, um, and I don't know that I have an, an answer, and it's what makes what I'm about to say so damn impressive. What does he do best? Like when Fiala's going his best, I can tell you what he does best. He scores. He scores goals. He's an unbelievable, like he's got talent. He can skate. Mm-hmm. He can he can shoot. His ability to score. But it ultimately ends with his ability to score goals. When I watch Kirill, I tweeted this last night. First of all, it's as if his stick has a magnet to the puck. It finds him. And like with everything with him, in watching his game, you start to take it for granted. It's like, oh, of course the puck's on his stick. Well, no, that's not how life works. Like, it doesn't work that way, but it does. His edging, his skating, he skates like a figure skater. (laughs) It is magnificent. Again, you get used to it, but he literally can move. He shifts. I mean, Dex, watch his goal, the goal that the counted that he scored last night. He does this. He is constantly with his stick, his hand movements, arms, and skating, changing his angle. The goaltender doesn't know where the puck's coming from because he's continually moving it. Like, you think about the amount of guys that get the puck tee up and shoot, right? Making them good shots and they can score goals. But with Kirill, it's not just the shot that's deadly. It's where it's coming from and the fact that he's constantly moving the point. So that goal last night, go back and watch it and look at where the puck is, 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 is it moves, bang, goal. Um, I can't tell you what he does best because he does so many things and so many of them are just small little tweak things, but he does so much so well. And it's like, because last night I said, I'm going to really watch him again because I, I feel like every like 10 games I need, especially at at the uh, arena to just focus. Yeah. And you realize all of the little things that I don't think he thinks about, but they're God-given abilities, and they are phenomenal to watch. And that goal last night, I really thought, hammered home the points of what makes, what's the difference between Kevin and Kirill? That's sort of the difference. Yeah. Uh, What I always have told people in the last year and a half, and now that you know, thankfully we we have, we're back at full capacity and there's not restrictions and whatnot. It, go watch him in person. It like, you can see him on TV and it, it's fun. Like I I was watching the game on TV yesterday um, and was in awe watching him just absolutely skate up and down the ice. Like you said, the way he moves his twig, but when you're, when you're there in person, it it's so different and he just commands the ice and the ice tilts his way. Um, what was it Judd? Like maybe two or three weeks ago, I forget the exact the exact uh, game they were playing against. 
Kirill gets off the bench, touches the puck, and you already can hear that little hum from the crowd. Oh. Yep. And then he yep. starts doing the cycling around the net. I think he made like two yep. and a half, three laps, and everyone, it was, I, I really can't explain it. Everyone was on pins and needles and waiting for what the hell he was going to do and that buzz that he creates when he has the puck. Like, I, I can't remember legitimately. You probably um, obviously remember it with the Vikings in the early days as a Moss and whatnot and Culpepper, but I can't remember an athlete in my lifetime that is literally worth that price of admission just to watch him play and get that Moss. type of excitement. Like, I, I, it might be Moss. Yeah. KG in his heyday, you know, was super fun because he was so rambunctious and, and really in your right. face. But he um, didn't have that. He didn't, he have, didn't have this talent. KG had, you know, K, KG had the work ethic, right? Like, KG was going to outwork right. your ass. Kirill Kaprizov's right. going to just outclass you in every, in every facet. Yeah, this, this is probably as close. So, North Stars-wise, this is probably, but he did. I don't think he got here completely here, where Madano was different player yeah real the one thing too is or not the one thing another thing is how damn strong Kirill is yep and, and now it, it helps that he didn't come here at 18 or 19 he came here what 23 24 so but i mean this guy is strong as an ox his reverse hit so the cycle thing is fun because the cycle thing he makes look so simple again and and that's my that's my test for greatness rod carew you watched crew hit and thought i can do that look at how he just you know like did his bat you know just so it's so easy <laughs> okay that's a tremendous talent when krill does the cycle thing my guest x 90 plus percent of the league if they tried that would get their their block knocked off yeah like you would get destroyed you think a big defenseman doesn't want to lay him out and, and and embarrass him, um. But he but he does it all the time. He makes it look so simple, and the speed. Like, think about the elements that go into that cycle: incredible speed, the ability to control the puck and move the puck, so like no one else can get it. It's literally a game of keep away. Yeah. In the NHL, in the NHL, who can do that? McDavid. Yep. Caprisa, I mean, how many guys can do that currently? Not many. How many guys can do that game of keep away? McDavid can. I've seen him. Um, but it's a small list. And this is why I've come to, to the probably not, again, hot take conclusion. I think Kirill Kaprizov right now, top 10 in the entire league. Like, you name me 10 players that are better. And I, I, I know it's, it's homer bias because we watch him every game. But you name me 10 players in this league right now who have a greater skill set. I can't do it. Yeah, I mean, I mean obviously, you know, McDavid and Drysaddle are fun. Um, Austin Matthews. Matthews is, yeah, he's definitely up there. And, and, and he changes, and he also, he changes the angle of things. I mean, that's mm-hmm. the thing that we don't appreciate. Like, when you're dipping your shoulders, right, and yep. you're moving the puck, and to, to go back to what we talked about last year as well, Kirill Kaprizov, I think the thing that amazes me at times, just on a long list of it, is when he has the puck, how he can move, and I, I think I uh, talked about this with you last season, in a phone booth. Like, he will make moves that are up against his body. It's like my arms would fall off. And he makes those moves with the puck, and he makes them look simple. Yeah. I think. Yeah, Dreisaitl. I think I, I, I'm looking at the list right list. now, just like in terms of point leaders, and it's McDavid, yeah. 
Drive Seidel. Huberdeau, which he's good, but I, I don't I don't put him in the same class as Kirill. Like he's having a great year in Florida. He's a he's a phenomenal player. I don't put him I in the same class. I need to see more. I need to see more. Right. I don't put him in the same yep. class as Kirill. I need to see more there. Uh yep. Johnny Goudreau's fourth in points. I think he's yeah, yeah. more dynamic than Johnny. Johnny Johnny has a case to win a heart this year, but but um no. <laughs> Kirill's a more dynamic player uh, than Ma- Johnny Goudreau. I maybe it tilted to Matthews a little bit. You know, Matthews is so damn good. I mean, he's got fifty. He's got forty nine yeah. goals. He's he's a he's a stud. Um, he's fantastic. I agree. Kyle Connor's got forty one goals this year, but I think he's just more of a natural goal scorer than he is gifted. Like like yeah. like Connor Connor's he's a great, not, he he's, he's a is a great goal scorer. Like Fiala, yeah. Fiala, Fiala when he's feeling himself is a great goal scorer. I don't put him in the same talent level in my opinion as Krill. And I think Judd, I think literally, like and. Look, I'm I'm sparing Sydney and Ovechkin for obvious reasons. Yes, they are two of the best players of all time in in our last twenty years. I'm putting them in a class like they're they're up there in age. It's not the same. Like yes, they are still unbelievable players, their, first ballot Hall of Famers, and in their primes, it's different. But right now, I don't prime, I don't right. put them in, in like this if discussion. you were starting a franchise right. like the top ten and Ovechkin and Crosby are great, but you're right they they are in more of the Hall of Fame category. Then the I would take him right now like category. Pasta in, um, in Boston's good, you know. Barkoff in Florida is also good. See, Real I don't good, see enough but, Panthers to know. Yeah, yeah. I, I can't comment. I can't comment on the Panthers for sure. Uh, I love Pasta, but I would take Kirill before I took Pasta. Oh yeah. Again, it's the completeness of the game. It's the <laughs> dynamic of the game. I mean, I have seen guys that can score a ton of goals, and and that's really impressive. And I am not denigrating them one bit. Um, but like when we are talking about Fiala and Kirill, it's not a choice. Right. And and you are Fiala's top fan. Like you love the yeah, guy. Yeah, I love the guy. It's great. Uh, so like this is nothing, but there's a difference between having a skill set and you're like, that's your skill set and you're great at it and that's awesome. And I think the best compliment I can give to Kirill is I can't tell you what his best attribute is. Uh... I mean, I think it might be the skating. But then the puck controls phenomenal. Yeah. That that was I don't know. You could really do some fun old Strong. takes exposed on us. But I think the the question I had before he came over here um, from Russia because he put up the big box score numbers and we weren't ever really able to see him was because the thing is with Russian phenoms that light up the KHL and come over to the NHL is either number one work ethic and two they're just not good they're not good enough skaters they're not good enough skaters and boy like. Were we even wrong to question if this guy can or can't skate? He can absolute fly. And the way he's built, there'd be times where he gets his bell run. Like, oh, God, he's going to get pushed off the puck. No, he keeps it. He, he literally, he still possesses the puck. He's oh, not a pushover. No, he's strong as hell. He's strong as an ox. He's stronger than most players. Hey, that hit in Boston by Frederick. Yeah. He should have been out for a month. Right. I, th- this guy is built differently. Yeah, like he's constructed like a machine. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. Is the is I mean, dude, I'm 52. I've watched the sport for a long time. Yeah. I'm old. I shouldn't be knocked over by a player. Yeah, but I am partially because the Wild has never had a player close to this. I don't care what Wild player you liked. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Like, uh, you know, the Gambrick thing to me is has now by has just completely sailed. I mean, Marion Gabrick was at, at his best. He was good, but go back to the fact that Gabrick um, didn't play defense. I mean, this guy, what, what would you say Kirill Kaprizov's conversely from what I've said weaknesses? 
Like what part of his game, other than the fact that he doesn't play like this every single night, well, nobody really does. Like what is the what do you watch and say, yeah, I don't know about that. Like once in a while he has a game where I'm like, I didn't see him and I don't like that. I mean, you but know, I also can't say that he's not lazy. He works his ass off most of the time. He does tend, and this is, I think it's more of, um, you get these two people in the same room. Sometimes you get the same guy and you don't get the end result you want. Cause both of them are in the same room. You know, you get one person, you don't get the other, you get other, you don't get the one person, you know, him and Zuccarello can sometimes get too cute, you know, with oh, yeah. things. Yes. Where it's just that, like, God dang it, can one of, can, can one of you two just quit tic-tac-toeing and just blast right. the damn thing? Um, right. but like, but, Again, that's because they're still creating possession, and they're still right. Like I, I, I don't have an answer for you. No, you're right, and, and and they will. So I agree. That's a great point, and I agree with you completely. But they create sometimes so beautifully that that you're like, oh, I start again, <laughs> right? So it, it's, yeah, it's hard to pick on like what he doesn't do well. Um, your point to intriguing one though because i believe it was in the post game last night dean everson and i think he's talking about max and Kirill sometimes without naming them yeah talked about the talked about the fact that and this clearly frustrates the coaching staff the first power play gets way too cute like he's i, I think at one point he said he basically said that he threatened to pull them off the ice if they continued to pass and i think that's aimed largely at 97 and 36. But again, every time we go down that path and we're like, okay, this is a bunch of BS, they'll score some sensational bleep and goal and you'll be like, oh, okay, that was pretty good. So yeah, it's it's difficult to find fault here. But I just, in watching that again last night and, and the appreciation that I have for the fact that superstar players are damn hard to find. Yeah, they really are. Hey, Judd, like, um, we're fortunate right now. As we're uh, yeah. kind of kind of wrapping up and maybe just transitioning a little bit here, I'm curious because uh, I was talking with a friend of mine last night, and the way he's getting banged up, and the kind of the cushion you still have. Do, do you give Marcus Foligno a maintenance game here soon? You know, do, 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 do yeah, you he got him? hurt again I mean, last night. He got banged up last week too. I'm forgetting the, yep. the game he against got Columbus. hurt against, against Columbus. He. He went to the locker or went up the stairs twice. I love his game and he and he plays a hard nose game and we're at the point of the season where no one yeah. is health no one's a hundred percent healthy and that's the grind of the NHL playoffs, right? But right. I would hate apps and I, I know he took he went down the tunnel again last night and there might be even something already where they have a plan for him here. Um but I would I would give this guy a night or two off. I would. Yeah. I know it's hard to do so when you're winning got, games, but I, I would give the guy a maintenance day. I would hate to lose him long-term in the playoffs. Yeah, so he got hurt um, late in the game last night. He collided in the open ice with Owen Tippett and actually delivered a hit that shook Tippett up, but Felino grabbed his hand or wrist and w- went up the tunnel. Now, Dean Everson said post-game he's fine, but of course he's a hockey coach, so he's going yeah. to say, like he's, he's not fine. going to say, oh my God, we're very concerned. Um Yes, I would I would like to see them give him a game off. The issue is Foligno will balk, and so unless he's really hurt, do you do it? Um, I think it's a good idea. I think it probably is. I was concerned that if he didn't break it, that he'd like sprained his wrist right. or broken a bone in his hand potentially. Um, but, yeah, he is 
he still play. I mean, he still plays hard. It feels to me like he is banged up to the point though, where it might be impacting his performance. And well, yeah. going into the playoffs, the one thing that you one thousand percent need is Foligno, Erickson Eck, and Greenway all playing. Because you take one of them off that damn line, my man, and it changes. We, we talked about this yeah. on a Judd's Hockey Show a few days ago. It changes the entire dynamic of that line. So, yes, if they can manage it without it becoming a problem, I think that that would, would be a good good idea. They certainly have the depth now, right? Mm-hmm. Duhame potentially goes up to that third line right. if Marcus takes a game off. Hell, you could put, you you put Delorier up there if you wanted to. Yeah. Like you could in a pinch. I don't, I, don't, I don't like it long did term. You, but you could do that. Did you see that fight last oh night? Oh, my God, yeah. Yeah. Marcus Foligno, thanks for playing, dude. And I appreciate yeah. the fact that you're tough. But Delore, that fight with between him and, and Eden Prairie's own former wild defenseman, Nick Sealer, holy shikes. <laughs> that was old school. That was the best part was they literally stood there, beat the crap out of each other in that fight. And then patted. Each I, I know. I love other that on the helmet. Yeah, I love that to part. be like good fight, good fight, yeah. man. But that was, you know, what that was? That was a message to any playoff team that thinks we're going to come in here and shove your team around. Good luck with that guy. I think he's at eleven fights now on the season, and I'm not saying I'm pro fighting, but if you have any inclination to be like we're going to intimidate the wild. Good luck with that because this guy, um, if he comes after you, I would want no part of Nicholas Deloria. No, not at all. Um, but I think you're right yeah. on I, – I, I like your point on Marcus because he's not going to be healthy for the playoffs, but ha- but having him in as good a shape as possible is probably the best idea. And it, look, they get these next four as we're recording this on a Wednesday. They have Pittsburgh at home on Thursday to wrap things up at the homestand. And then they have back-to-backs, Carolina, Washington. I mean, that's as, that's as tough as it gets in terms of a back-to-back on a road is going to play the Canes and the Capitals, uh, two really good teams in the East. I know the Wild have played very well against the East, but still, two really good teams. Um, then they get back home against Nashville, and then they're off for three days, which is will be a godsend. So That's when? Uh, they're, what are the off dates? They're off Wednesday, excuse, they're off Wednesday and Thursday, the 6th and 7th. Okay. So, I mean, I can make a case. I can make a case. Look, it'd be hard to take them out of the lineup for those back-to-backs because they're going to want them. But I can make a case after the back-to-back to to just rest them for five days. Or not play them for five days, I should say. I mean, because they're not going to just... That would be what games off? He'd miss the Nashville game. So, three days. He would just miss the Nashville game, and he'd have have four days off. At some point in time, too, here, he might have to sit. Yeah. Like, Dean saying he's fine post-game last night does not mean he's fine. Correct. Believe it or not, hockey coaches sometimes lie. Do you know who doesn't lie? Do you know who tells the truth every single time? Who is that? Who is that? My friends at Livia Weight Control Centers, the very people who have helped me lose approximately 40 pounds, around 240 in September, now down to 201 pounds. And I want to come to you to share the message of how you can get on this program and do what I did. And if Judd can lose the weight, you can too. Join today, get 25% off your program, plus get 35 meals for free. And if, if you don't live in town and think, but I can't join because they are a Twin Cities-based uh, company, that's not true because 
We have virtual options, so you can talk to a dietitian, get the food sent to you. Um, if you live outside the state, Livia.com is the website, L-I-V-E-A, 855-GO-LIVIA, 855-GO-L-I-V-E-A, L-I-V-E-A, Livia.com, 25% off your program, plus 35 meals for free, lose the weight, have your clothes fit, feel great for summer. And of course, when you talk to them, tell them that uh, Judd's Hockey Show, Judd and Declan, sent you because they want you to be in the best shape possible. For the playoffs, of course, Livia.com. Final thoughts, my good man? Uh, you know, I'm, I'm just happy uh, that the Wild are, are back to their winning ways. The flower power has been phenomenal. You want to pull flower breakdown, check out this YouTube channel. Uh, the Hockey Whisperer speaks uh, and knows his, knows his goaltenders. He, he made up some great comparisons. This is not, a, this is yeah. not some slouch here. This is not some guy on the couch. This is not some uh, blogger with analytics. This is the Hockey Whisperer we're talking about right here, okay? Well, so he, he is knows on what the he's couch. Talking about. He actually, I'm sorry. He is on the couch, but he has some good observations. He does some very so. good observations. Uh, hit the subscribe button on this YouTube channel. Also, thank you. Uh, we set a podcast download record for an episode. You are, our NHL trade deadline recap episode, Judd, was our most downloaded episode in Judd's Hockey Show history. Really? So thank you well, to our listeners awesome. to help I us setting us a new that. record. And by the way, even know, as we're getting closer, we're, we're a month away from the regular season ending here. Wild yep. Vent Line will return Judd Zolgad and myself welcoming you, the Wild fans, onto the show to talk about a lengthy playoff run. I can't wait for it, Judd. And we will be doing those shows home and away yep. after each playoff game yep. immediately following the game. Correct. And I think we can do that now. Yes. I used to go to the press conferences, which I still enjoy, mm-hmm. but we have found we we have found that when it comes to our event line franchise here at Score North, you like it most when the game ends and you get on show. and tell us what you, you think. Exactly right. It's your show. And so we have listened. We will be doing those shows home and away mm-hmm. immediately after games. And uh there is a graphic for you, Kirill Kaprizov, upper deck. One of the greatest players in Minnesota NHL history. And you know what I'm saying? Number one on the list already. He's Declan. I'm Judd. Declan? You know, there's no room for petty bull. Listen, you guys know what this is all about, right? Right? What's it all about? Virgie? Hard work, man. It's fun. That. This is about winning. This view was worth a hike. Right? And it's a good way to stay on top of my health. Yes. I'm Colaguard, a prescription colon cancer screening option for people 45 plus at average risk. Have you screened for colon cancer? Not yet. Don't wait. It's more treatable when caught in early stages. Tell me more. Colaguard is non-invasive and it's used at home. It detects altered DNA in your stool to find 92% of colon cancers. 92%? Yep, even those in early stages. This was seen in a clinical study with patients 50 and older. Any positive results should be followed by a diagnostic colonoscopy. False positive and negative results may occur. Cologuard is not a replacement for colonoscopy in high-risk patients. Do not use if you have had adenomas, have inflammatory bowel disease and certain hereditary syndromes, or a personal or family history of colon cancer. Most insured patients pay $0.00. Ask your provider or an online prescriber if Cologuard is right for you. Or visit Cologuard.com. I'm in.